Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We've all been waiting for is finally here. <laughs> I had to jump in, man. The streets are hot. I had to jump in here quick. I mean, the streets are so hot. Moneyline with the dynamic duo of Donnie Wrightside and Kevin Walsh. Well, you usually have some plans when you're, you're rocking solo. Really, dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. All right. Let me just start with this. How good is the NBA then right now? How good is the NBA play postseason right now? That's is so it not fun. delivering? Is it not it, delivering every night? And I woke up again in the middle of the night to see that score and go, oh, my goodness. And then when I saw the highlights of how it ended, wow. Exactly. I- insanity. I- insanity. I mean, the fact that none of them covered. On the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Hour number two now officially underway. Moneyline on Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. And how about this one, Kevin, right? A tweet came out today from Prop Swap, I guess it is. A better was offered $30,000 for this parlay ticket, right? It's like, wow, that's crazy. Now, the odds of this were roughly 1,500 to 1, I believe, is how this is looking. And okay, so it looks like yeah, about that. Two hundred bucks. The winning payout, if it cashes, three hundred three thousand dollars, like big time, big time money. Now, let's go over it. Argentina to win the World Cup, winner plus one sixty. Georgia to win the football championship in college, winner minus one thirty. Novak Djokovic to win the Men's Australian Open, winner plus one ten. The Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, winner hmm. plus four sixty. Connecticut, not even which is a shame. This could have really drove this up. Connecticut to reach the final four, plus two thirty. Golden State Warriors plus seven fifty to win the title. The last leg open, two hundred dollars. Oh, wow. The payout is three hundred three thousand four hundred and seventy eight dollars. Somebody was offered whoever had this ticket up on Prop Swap for thirty grand to take that off of their hands. Now thirty grand, nowhere near. 303,000, but the Golden State Warriors going to have to beat the Lakers, going to have to beat, let's just say, the Denver Nuggets, and then let's just say the Boston Celtics. Insurmountable, upset, nobody saw it coming? Not necessarily, but you got some work to do on that last leg. Yeah, you do, but also not, like, let's remove whether or not, I guess, this person needs the money type of thing. Correct. Yeah. I mean, you're talking. So you said that the current cash out would net them twenty grand. Thirty thousand dollars was what the offer 30, was for the ticket. Thirty. Yes. So one hundred dollars. You win three grand. Thirty grand. Yes. So three hundred less than the actual. Pay. No, not that. Three oh three is the payout. So two hundred and seventy. How how much less than the actual yeah. payout? Yeah, two seventy about. All right. So, I mean, that's pretty substantial. I mean that's like the warrior like the warriors odds right now I don't think you're getting enough on the on the hedge offer to be honest with you to hedge out. I'm not usually that way, right? But 
You're a $200 wager on Golden State to win the NBA championship right now. You wouldn't even flirt with $270,000 in terms of a no. payout. Of course you wouldn't. But that's what I'm, I'm saying to you. Like, does that cash out feel fair to you? I, don't, I feel like you should be getting like a hundred grand out of that three hundred. Am I crazy? I, I think you're a little crazy on that. But that was would have been my thing. Like, if there's a hundred thousand on two hundred bucks, you take it, you run away. Be like, I don't even need to sweat it. Then you watch Golden State win. It's like, so what? I got a hundred grand off two hundred bucks. Like, even though it's like, oh, it could have been three hundred, Donnie. Like, no, 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 no. I got a hundred grand. None of my wildest dreams. I believe I'd make a twenty dollar wager and get a hundred grand back on it. But thirty right. grand does seem light. Where if you have the ticket, it's like it's way light. Yeah, that's a like that's a lot of money. But the payout is big. Like it's almost like, like no, no, no. I'm just gonna wait it out. Like Golden State wins that series, maybe the payout goes. Okay, we're gonna give you sixty grand now. It's like oh, you know what? Now we're inching higher here. And ooh, Golden State took a one zero series lead on Denver. Now it's seventy five thousand. Like yes, it's it's too light an offering at this point now. Even though, granted, let's just say if you are like, hey, you know what? I got an extra two hundred bucks in my account here at FanDuel or whoever the, the, where this was placed at. I'm going to put that out there and just see where it goes. And it's going to be a long time coming because you see the bets that were made there. These are months and months out. Like, oh, hold on. I got a legitimate chance at this. So you can click, like, the cash out button at thirty grand. That's a splash, man. Like, that's a lot to worry about because let's just say, no, 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 it seems light. I'm not going to take that. And you don't win anything, which, again, probabilities are you're probably not. Oh, man, I could have had it. But it still feels like. You put that two hundred bucks in for three oh three, not to get thirty grand out of it. Like you took it to be like, okay, if I can sell it for like a hundred and fifty thousand, you do it then. Yeah. So to be fair, me saying a hundred thousand was definitely insane. Okay, but I'm processing <laughs> it on air. Uh, but yeah, because yeah, when you, you said that, like, oh wait, wait, because were you actually figuring two hundred bucks might have paid out like at least like sixty grand on the? I, honestly, I, I like couldn't. To be, <laughs> yeah. you know what? The whole thing broke my brain a little bit momentarily. <laughs> but so that's I just I just pulled up yeah. the 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 thing there. So you would have to bet forty five thousand dollars <laughs> on the Warriors to win yes. two hundred and seventy thousand yeah. dollars, kind mm-hmm. of thing. So which again, like if they handed you a hundred thousand. You would be able to basically bet the Warriors to win the same amount plus net fit. So that's obviously a mistake. But 30 still feels light, though. It's still, I'm, I'm, you're letting the Golden State ticket ride at least until the Western Conference Finals. But what if I told you you take the 30 grand, then take the over to the Kansas City Royals, Oakland Athletics, and turned it into 60? I mean, now, now you got a 60 grand ticket there. Mm, tough scene here. But that's always an interesting one because it's not our money and easy to argue back and forth. But that's a lot if you do hit the cash up button. We'll be back. Hour number two. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hour number two, betting philosophies. Taking the payout. I'm a, I am a hedge guy. Hedge for big numbers. You are. Yeah. Because I, I like guaranteed money. I like the job done. I don't like to sweat it out. And I did it too, exactly the way I wanted to. Most, wow, you cost yourself 500 bucks, Donnie. 
in the NCAA tournament. I don't look at it like that. I look at it like I cashed in 1600 and loved every single bit about it. Now, granted, I don't think I'm going to be able to hedge any tickets here on the Phoenix Suns because they're going to have to win in order for me to get my money back on losses I took on the Bucks, And then, of course, the $100 investment on the Phoenix Suns to win it all. So do you hedge a lot or at all or just let it ride? Hey, I made the, I made the bet. Yeah, I I don't often hedge that much, though I don't often find myself in that position incredibly often, right? Like, I had, I, I guess, so I had Tatum at 10-1 to 1 to lead that series in rebounds at the Hawks. Not a monstrous ticket, but it, whatever. It's a, you know, it's a decent ticket a little bit there. Where I could have, oh, all right, let me grab Clint Capella and we can, you know, I, I'll be settled here. But I was also just, I'm staring at him like... I'm winning this bet. Like, I'm winning this bet, and I'm letting this ride, and and ultimately I did. I feel like more often than not, I'm going to sit there and be like, I think I'm going to win this bet and probably not do it. Yeah, pick some bangers out here like on a uh, round robin or a parlay there. They add up, and they do give you that cash-out option, which does get enticing. Like, hey, I invested 100 bucks here. I push this button. I get 425 bucks back. Or if I let it ride, I can get eight. It is fun to do because you sort of have that buyer's remorse, too. Like, you push the button to cash out, and next thing you know, like, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. knocks one into the 16th row in the outfield. Like, oh, my God, it just cost myself, like, 250 bucks. Or it's like, well, that was a fly ball at the track, and he doesn't score. And, hey, look at that. I won an extra 75 bucks because I cashed out early. So, certainly some things to watch out there. Talking about the NFL as well. We're in sort of that lull period here, right? post-draft, and as I say that, and I'm glad I'm bringing this topic up right now because it sort of just hit me right now. Being in the first week of May, right? You know how close we are to football season already? And even though technically it's still far away, but it feels like football technically just ended with the Super Bowl where the Eagles take a loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, but we've already been through free agency. We've already been through mm-hmm. the draft, the combine. And now we're getting into the OTAs where players are taking the field with their teams. You're seeing Aaron Rodgers throwing passes. The Eagles are at practice. Kansas City's OTAs. The rookies hitting the field. And I just look at that now, going because you start to do it in this time frame. Well, next month is June. Okay, and it's baseball and stuff like that. But once you hit for me, it's always been this way. July the 1st, that's football season. Because that month, football gets underway. Not actually spring, you know, or should I say training camp games. or Not training camp games, preseason games, I'm sorry. But you do have every team getting to camp that month. And we're not that far away. We are not that far away from football, which is outrageous to me as it just clicked for me. I, You know, it's funny. I, and, and I'm glad you feel that way. I, don't, I feel like we are far away, though I don't. Well, we did a we did a little you know NFL stuff this morning, and they were fun conversations. But then I was like, man, like we don't even really have true odds up on so many things. Like I was like, well, I wonder if they'll have a Lamar prop up on like season long numbers. And I'm like, eh, they're not. They just post Rogers stuff. Like that's not anything that they're going to be uh, listing right now. I I feel like we're far away. But one thing is, it no matter what will inevitably sneak up. It always does. Yeah, because it takes it doesn't take much for me to really start get going. And it was almost like, okay, uh, Lamar's back with the Ravens. He had a good draft. It's like, oh, hold on now. now. Let me see what their odds are. And you start extrapolating. Yeah. And yeah. also, the schedule does come out. That's going to be a good one. On the 11th. Yeah. It does. Yeah. That'll be that. You know what? And maybe then I'll, I'll be right there and just straight agree with you once I start staring at that thing. Because there's going to be some excitement there. 
What do you? Hold on. Can we? Is it? Would it be? Who do you well, think they open the Chiefs with? I always like doing this little exercise there of who they would open up Kansas City with. Now, see, I don't know who they're. they're hold on. You know what? I'm glad you said. You, Let you me can, go to Chiefs. Yeah. Play, to Chiefs. Uh, not scheduled. Chiefs. What opponents? I should say. Yep. Some good. Yeah. Chiefs. Like, opponents. 2023. And they have to be home. We know. Because that's how Chiefs they always home do. Home and it. away. Let me click on that. Sometimes it takes a while. Oh, there we go. Okay. Wow, they got. Let's grab that. Chiefs home. Oh, oh right, yeah. It's now see no, they run no. it back. They run it back at the top. I mean, because it looks like the, the first two teams on the list here. It feels like yeah, that's but, where it is. But if you do no. really want to run it back, I mean, you just go toe to toe and smoke it up with the Eagles again and get. The, let me the just anger. yeah. Let me just say this: If the NFL throws us Chiefs Bears, I mean, we got to like there. There's got to be. Up in arms, right? You have great options, right? Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to assume that you and I are going to agree that Denver, the Raiders, the Bears, the Lions, the uh-huh. Dolphins are absolutely right away off the slate. Off the slate, not even a conversation. Correct. The Chargers are also not a conversation, or, or is no. that even entertaining to you? No, you're okay. not going to play a division game to open up. You're not going to do that. Okay. The other three teams are the three biggest possible <laughs> opponents the Chiefs could play in the entire NFL. It's the Bengals, the Bills, and the Eagles. What would you do there, Donnie? What would you do? Now, do for you the save of- one down the road? Does that factor in before you go? Does that factor in at all, or do you go for biggest game possible? You go for biggest game possible... But I think you go for biggest game possible furthest away. You say, what does that mean? I don't know Hmm. if you can come back with the Eagles opening night. I don't know if you can do that. Does that make sense? Because I know you can sell it as Super Bowl rematch, but I don't know if the NFL would actually want that. Because the Eagles, it's not to say, well, no, if we don't play a first game, Kevin, the Chiefs can't play the Eagles the rest of the way. No, they're going to play them. They definitely are. And you can square that game up on a Sunday night, on a Monday night, and it'll be a banger whenever it comes. But I just feel like... I. I don't know if you run that back because you do have a rivalry with the Bengals. I think it will be sensational, and it's great to get it heated up right away. The Buffalo Bills are always in the mix. If I was the NFL, I actually would go Bills or Bengals. But it's hard to buck that trend of the Eagles to say, let's just get it right back popping again and settle this on the field. But I don't know. I don't think the NFL would want to do that, if that makes sense. In in an odd, it almost does feel like too much. Oddly, I, I I agree. I think that there's so much juice between them and the two AFC teams in Cincinnati and Buffalo. I agree with you. I think I'd rather let Philly do their own thing week one. You know, they end up playing just like the Saints or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, I I agree. But Buffalo, since he's tough, as much as Cincinnati is Cincinnati, and they, you know, AFC championship game two years in a row— you, and you, I usually wouldn't I wouldn't expect me to have this take. Like, it's almost role reversal. Mm-hmm. I think Buffalo's the bigger game. I still think the Bills are the team. I still think you got to put Josh Allen in that spot. I, I know everyone loves Burrow. I'm not saying they don't, but there's just something about Chiefs-Bills, Donnie. Am I crazy here? Or is no, it, are Cincinnati obviously past them to you? They really can't lose because, it, like, 
the one thing that, you know, sports does well at times, and the NFL really came up with a pretty good concept. Hey, champions are going to open up on their own night and hang the banner, but we're not just going to feed you some whack opponent. Like, that, like again, like the Bears. I'm not even saying the Bears are going to be terrible this year. Yeah. They'll be improved, but you could you would get a massive number for that because it's the opening night anyway. But when you're talking about selling it, you have, what, May 11th, I think, is when the schedule comes out. You go, hey, by the way, the NFL just gave us his first game. How about this for a morsel? Eagles and the Chiefs right away back at it. People are like, oh, man, get, like, get the season started. But, again, I think they're going to save that Eagles-Chiefs game. But you can't go wrong. Like, I think like the Bengals really are a rivalry. But the, you throw the Bills and the Chiefs on it. Like, it's like, let's go. Let's go. Now, granted, if you want to throw a little wrinkle into it, I do think the Dolphins might be intriguing there. Specifically, if Tua is anticipated mm. to be back, it's still a fun matchup. Like, Tyree. you want to talk weapons all over the place. Yeah, there you go. I didn't even think of that, too. So just you said that. Tyreek going back home to the Chiefs opening night, it would be a banger. It would be. Is there any? Is there anything to the idea Buffalo last year was in the opening game when they went out and played the LA Rams? It, yes. Does that factor True. in at all? Yes, it does. And also, if you're a Buffalo Bills, I, I know you don't control this, but hey, guys, look. We did do well last year, opening night. But come on, man. Opening games on the road in Super Bowl champions' houses. Like, <laughs> why, why don't you throw us, like, you know, a whack team at home to open up the season to go 1-0 and with ease, and we'll go from there. But it's a good concept here. NFL, for me, not too far away. We'll be right back after these quick commercial words. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Have a fun in hour number two. Let's get to the phone lines here, K-Dub. Have some fun. 844-843-6879. Red Tail's calling. He's ready to go. What do you got today, Red Tail? Happy Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Right. Taco. Nachos by Grande. Cheesy gordita crunch, extra sauce. He's on. And pink burrito extra red sauce. Yes. Uh, first Not off, a, 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 a shout out to my dad who passed away 16 years ago today. So this mm, was kind out. of a weird day for me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I've got picks. Get them. I've got. What do we got? Got the Cubs minus at plus five seventy. I got the Cubs minus one and a half. Hmm. Blue Jays money line and Phoenix minus four. And guys, I've had good luck with this pick. I, I don't know if you guys have done this. I'm two and one so far, but doing the uh, these low scoring NHL games on the five and a half lines. First period exact goals on one. You always get plus one seventy. I'm doing that tonight with mm-hmm. the uh, Devils Hurricanes. There you go, hockey. <laughs> Any chance that the Maple Leafs, Red Tail, win their series? Any chance? No. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're happy. <laughs> I'm a Blackhawks fan. I, I mean, I'm an original six guy, and I, yeah. I hate the Maple Leafs. I, I just yeah. think they suck. I, you know, I'm, 
just my two cents. They had the whole they had the whole path out for them when Boston went down. Yeah, Florida whack them in five and and, and you know, they'll move on and Florida's gonna be dangerous, I'm telling you, man. Florida's gonna be dangerous. About that. Florida's gonna win it all. Or it's a chance to win it all here. Or the Devils or the Hurricanes. There you go, man. That's what hockey's all about at this point. Tough Devils, to get through man. all those rounds here at this point. The Devs. Devils, that'd be cool. Are you, that'd be cool to see. Are you guys old enough to remember uh, Florida back in the playoffs back in the nineties when they uh, were, were like uh, they got whacked around with the stick? You know, when they got whacked around back with the stick in the locker room. Lindros. <laughs> no, really, did, did, tell it. What's the story? What do they got? What story? No, but, but, uh, Panthers were in the Stanley Cup finals. Yes. And they, they got killed, killed a rat with a stick in the locker room, and they started throwing rats in the ice. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Okay. Just, they, just, they were raining down on the Flyers with rats when they beat them. That was one of the worst series of my entire <laughs> life. John, the older John Van Beesbrook beat the Eric Lindros Flyers, and it was still was hard to recover from. It is a good point. They did. They used to throw rats, K-Dub, on the ice, the rubber rats. Mm, that's craziness. Tough scene. Shout out to the ice. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Florida. That's better than octopi. All right. Yeah. True. Or you throw the fish down at yeah, stuff now. All right. There we, we go. go. <laughs> All righty. On the back end, man. Yeah, but but by the way, just just bad on. I'm, I'm glad he did bring that up because yes, the I couldn't actually hear what he was saying at first. But they would throw down like rats. Whether I think maybe if they won or even if they just scored a goal. And the Flyers, just a massive upset. Like, Flyers were, Eric Lindros Flyers, John LeClaire, I mean, nasty, nasty team. Getting beat by them. It was, that was tough. It was actually a tough scene in my life at that point now. Expecting the Flyers to win something and never could get over the edge. Then they finally get to the Stanley Cup Finals against the uh, Detroit Red Wings and get smoked in four games. Good Lord, Flyers. I mean, get me all fired up at this point because I'm never going to see playoff hockey. Again. Apparently at this point. Oh, yeah. You still. Well, I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh at you, but I do. I do laugh a little bit. It's funny to think that you would be such a hockey guy if they didn't. Stick. Loved it. Absolutely. Again, me, Mr. Eagle. Time in my life, the Flyers were way ahead of the Eagles in my life, which is kind of wild to think about. But it's the way it is That's here. Let's get back crazy. to the phone lines and keep it flying. Jordan Phoenix calling in today. It's money line. He's ready to go. What's up, Jordan? What's going on, fellas? Uh, Don, you know what it is. We got to rally. Yes. We got to rally tonight, yeah, man. Yeah. So, Uh, that guy kind of can give up some hits, some runs. And then uh, 
You know the drill, though. It's the best show on Sports Grid. I'm going to talk to you guys uh, Monday and K-Dub. I'll be listening all week and have a good one. There we My go. Man. We're ready. We're ready. And by the way, yes, you're correct on uh, the Blue Jays should be doing some damage tonight against Rich Hill. No question about that. Uh, I'm going to have a, a – I'm worried about if it see maybe team totals, but at the same time, I'm looking to get after some uh, some nice little round-robin action. But good stuff by Jordan and Phoenix also calling in there. So Red Tail calling in, having some fun. If anybody else wants to call in, have some fun. 844-843-6879. Some topics here, K-Dub, that came up during the week, which sometimes we don't really get to talk about or really analyze. This one was a good one. Alabama firing its baseball coach after a gambling report. Did you hear about this at all? I saw kind of, you know, bits and pieces, but certainly didn't dive into the Alabama baseball news. We don't have, like, all of, I think, the exact specifics. But if we lay it out here, here's what, again, why legalized gambling is so important. And once again, when you're trying to get down the stupidity that sometimes we have here in the state of New Jersey, that you can't bet on these teams because that means more guys are going to, like, take money. Here's the exact opposite and the reason why legalized gambling works so well. A sports book, which I believe was at, not Riverfront, um, Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati, got an irregular bet or tried to get an irregular bet down on an Alabama LSU college baseball game. Now, if you know anything about wagering, or maybe you don't, just to try to educate the people, on the Super Bowl, you can just about get down whatever you want, right? What's the options? I don't know, 50 grand, 100 grand, a million bucks if you can clear it, depending on if you're a sharp or not sharp. The, the market is there because the bankroll is there. You just can't walk into a sports book and say, all right, Quinnipiac, ladies basketball, let me get a million dollars down. So you see what I'm saying? Again, I'm being a little bit overboard because nobody's going to do that, but the markets are so much smaller for those. So let's just say a person walks into a Cincinnati sports book, Kevin, and says something like, let me get $25,000 on LSU baseball tonight. Like, oh, hold on now. Like, our limit is like 1000 bucks or 500 Now, we might be able to extend it, but talk to me about this game. Like, what do you want down? How much you're looking? You know, what are you actually wanting to do that for? And the alert flag goes up. Now, granted, take this. Fast forward a little bit. Head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide baseball team, he gets fired over this. So, they're like, whoa, here we go. Now, it turns out, again, details are still coming out, Kevin. But the head coach of the, the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide – in cahoots with another person. And the reason why I believe the bet went down is, as I was reading is an ace on the mound for Alabama was going to get scratched that day because his back flared up, I believe, right? So this is one of those going, you might want to get down. Like our top guy who now I'm going to turn into like a bullpen guy or a bullpen game against a good LSU team, the price is right. Go get it now. And they tried to do that. So now it looks like the actual manager of the Alabama college yeah. baseball team was trying to influence getting bets down for people against his own baseball team. How about that? Yeah, which is obviously, obviously unacceptable. Uh, now, it's one of those things where, and this is how it opens the, the floodgates with stuff like this, right? Because I think at first glance, I'll be like, well, hold on, look, he, he wasn't throwing the game, but he was being honest Right? They were about mm-hmm. to downgrade their pitcher significantly. And this guy knew that, you know, the, the odds were going to shift. He maybe didn't make the wager. He was going to still manage to win. But 
there's a couple of caveats there. The, the first one is, well, is he going to manage to win? He just told a bunch of people to go bet against his team. And at the end of the day, are you sure you're going to put your best foot forward when that, when that, when people that you know and you're close to, you know, are now positioned on you losing? But also, <laughs> if you made that phone call once and it got blown up, how many times have you made it in the past? You know, and it, and it starts to question things you've done in game in the past. There's, that's why, again, it's why we talk, there's no tolerance for something like that. And it's why the, the dismissal happens so immediately there because you can't, there's so many reasons you just cannot absolutely do that. So, yeah, obviously a, a situation, good to see, though they were able to kind of spot it, right? I mean, that's what happens all of a sudden. Somebody really likes Alabama. Regularities. Yep, trying to get down more. And by the way, also, it just sheds even more light on. The reason that's in Cincinnati makes me laugh because Pete Rose was with Cincinnati. And the people out there that actually thought Pete Rose, who's the ultimate liar, was being honest when he goes, I always bet my team to win. If you know how sports and throwing games works is, it's much easier to throw a baseball game than say, I'm going to hit four home runs tonight. We're definitely going to win. That's why point shading is big. You can turn the basketball over. You cannot hit a baseball. You can scratch your pitcher. You can give your best three players the day off. Pete Rose, I'm probably pretty sure, Kevin, he bet his team to lose every single time. Not win every single time. Come on, Alabama baseball. What are you doing down there? Saban, get the get the boys in order down there. I mean, honestly, get the boys in order. We got a long way to go here in hour number two. A lot of great topics coming up, including Messi. How much money is he possibly going to make? Is it possible? We'll be right back. Keep it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Not a big soccer guy here, K-Dub, as we bring it around full circle to every sport we can possibly hit. But Lionel Messi was popping up two reasons here. Paris Saint-Germain is the team he plays for. Now, I guess he's not too happy with them. And even I see, like, Lionel Messi flirting with, like, playing in, you know, America and, like, the MLS. But the one thing that's true is Saudi Arabia, for some reason, is paying massive amounts of dollars to athletes, to leagues, just to get them to play there. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Ronaldo was already playing in Saudi Arabia. Is that correct? Yes, 100%. Yes, he is. Okay. So making absolute bank, and Messi's like, well, my career is winding down. I've done a lot. How about I get like $400 million a year to join you down in Saudi Arabia? Now, it looks like he was suspended by PSG for an unauthorized visit there. But at the same time, with PSG, as I switch it back to, don't they have – who's – um Neymar and uh, Mbappe. Neymar, yes. Now, I see a video where, like in the streets, they're yelling at Neymar, leave. We don't even want you here anymore. Right. PSG just had an all-star team and never worked out? What happened there? 
yeah, they, they absolutely did have an all-star team, but PSG struggles to get it done uh, in Champions League. They're fine in their French League, but that's a group that was supposed to be able to win uh, in Europe and uh, just not able to do it uh, despite being able to bring in uh, Lionel Messi and, and pair him with Mbappe and, and pair him with Neymar. That fan base there, it, it doesn't seem like they've ever necessarily been able to fully embrace uh, Neymar. The Messi thing was... I guess always kind of an up and down, and Mbappe keeps an eye on leaving for Real Madrid, it feels like, on a weekly basis there. So that falling apart isn't super surprising, but also PSG has so much money, they can easily recoup it. Where the Messi thing is so fascinating, Ronaldo is now over there in Saudi Arabia, in large part because he kind of couldn't get work elsewhere, at least not with the top clubs. Things that with him in Manchester United flamed out horrendously. He went on Piers Morgan show and basically blasted the club. I'm trying to even, it would almost be like Jalen Brown, like <laughs> right now during this series, Donnie, going on first take and being like, I just hate being a Celtic and I don't even know how Joe Missoula is still coaching this basketball team. Like it was just such a insane thing. And really, Ronaldo's options were probably going to be to come to the States or go to Saudi Arabia, and Saudi Arabia was going to bring him all that money. But Ronaldo is, is now very clearly winding down. Messi's coming off of winning the World Cup. Yeah. No, he's not prime Messi anymore, winning Ballon d'Ors, but he, he still, I, I would imagine, you know, somewhere one of those, you know, 10 best players in the world. And the popularity is, is unquestionable when you talk about what Messi brings to the table. I don't know if that justifies $400 million, yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's what you have to do when Messi would still have very real offers from very real clubs. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out there. But the, so much money that's going to be thrown around. Right? It's like, like, hey, I'm going to play like 20 soccer games for $400 million for one year just to come down here. And it's almost like you're taking like, a vacation for him. What would yeah. you do, just run circles around that league? Uh, well, I mean, honestly, pro I actually, if he did go, he should just, I don't know if this is how it would play out, but it'd be much better if he plays on the team with Ronaldo and they just beat every team 7-1. to one. Like, that's <laughs> exactly what they should do. Like, Here's I know 400 million sounds a lot, but this is the way I keep phrasing it in my mind. That's blowing it. If he played three years on that contract, he'd make 1.2 billion dollars. You know how insane yeah. that is. Uh huh. Like for a player, he, yeah. For guys, he'd be three years away from a billion. It doesn't even make sense. Like, how is that a thing? How is that affordable? Or how do you even keep him away from, hey, by the way, PSG, we're going to suspend you. So what? I'm out of here. I'm about to make $400 million. Spend me the next two weeks, and I'll uh, see you later at this point. But just some big news around the soccer world I thought was interesting because the number of you know dollars being thrown around and also PSG, like I guess their fans are just fed up with their superstars, and everybody should bounce at this point. Now, I wanted to save a little bit of time for this. During the week on the early line, a topic came up in college football, which I am so passionate about when it deals with the 12-team playoff. It's on the horizon. Starts in 2024, and then obviously again in 2025. They actually released the playing dates and the schedule for those games, which I thought was very interesting. Now, how about this? The championship game, which... College football is idiotic in more ways than one, and it's been around for 50 years with the bowl season, which is ludicrous, stupid, and needs to be stopped immediately. But, like, back in the day, before you had conference championship games, which are played in the very first week of December, right, third, fourth, fifth, second, whatever, 
and then you move on to bowl season and or if your team makes the playoffs. But, but before that, we never had those. So Colin Triple would end like November 20th, and then you would play for a national championship January 1st, which was the stupidest thing. It doesn't even make sense, but that's what they used to do. Now, we're looking at championships being crowned, Kevin, in 2024. Instead of like January 7th, 6th, 8th, whatever it would be, January 20th now. And then you say to yourself, wow, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous, an extra two weeks. But the thing I always get myself is, is the first round doesn't start till February, excuse me, December 20th. Why are we waiting so long to get this thing underway? Yeah, it's really, it's really, really frustrating. Uh, the the information here that's kind of come out since they've realized that going to twelve makes sense, especially for guys like you and I who have been so firm in our belief that this is the absolute right move to expand that field. You know, I've mentioned sixteen. I know you basically have said, I don't care how many you put in. There's no, it, there's no answer. That's yep. too many. Let's just do an SEC playoff every year mm-hmm. if if we can. Um, What's really frustrating is it feels like they're still getting so many things wrong, and I don't think those things will be fixed. Like I, you're the start time. You couldn't be more right. I don't even know how anybody would argue it. Honestly, I have no idea. What are we doing? Why do we have again? NFL regular season ends. See in a month. You'd never do it. You'd never do it. NBA playoffs end. See in a month. What? No, not gonna happen. College bat. The national. The tournament begins right away. Right away. So that's awful. And just the format of it is wrong. The format is wrong. What are we doing with these buys? For auto for conference champions. Nobody cares, man. Nobody cares that Clemson won the ACC title game and sucked and is a four seed. That doesn't even make sense. It's just so frustrating because it's not it's not going to get fixed. This will stick, this wrong format now. And it's frustrating because it shouldn't be this way. And here's why we're wasting time, too. Like, let's get over the, ooh, uh, New Year's Day bowl games. They got to stay the same. Like, February 20th and 21st, you have the first round. The quarterfinals are then basically 10 days later, not seven days later, because they want to include the Tuesday, December 31st Fiesta Bowl, and then the Wednesday, Peach Bowl, Rose Bowl, and Sugar Bowl, which is January 1st. Why do we care about January 1st bowl games? The NFL doesn't care about playing on January 1st. And don't tell me, well, it's, the bowls are done. There's no re- Bowls used to be the, hey, it's a celebration at the end of the season and uh, maybe a top 25. Nobody cares about that anymore. Nobody goes to those games. Nobody cares about it. Now you have a playoff. That's what matters most. And the fact of the matter is I still can't understand, Kevin, why the bowls have any pull whatsoever or why you want to use them. I say to myself, in the NFL, the blowback of teams, or excuse me, the NFL figuring like, hey, by the way, how about a neutral site AFC NFC championship game revolts across the country going like, are you kidding me? You're taking away one of the best atmospheres in football to drown it out and then have the Super Bowl at a neutral site. Well, college is trying to one-up you again. So theoretically, a fr- and I use it like this, right? First round game Friday, December 20th. We'll just use Penn State as a football team. Home game in Happy Valley, rocking on a Friday night. Unbelievable atmosphere. Great. We won. Awesome. We're going to ship you next week out to the Fiesta Bowl. So your fan base is supposed to pay for that. Oh, you won that too? Good. Now you're going to go to the Cotton Bowl the next week in Texas in a neutral site. And then if you win that, Kevin, congratulations, you're going to Atlanta. What are we doing? Like, I don't know, like uh, what are they actually doing? 
it's frustrating it's it's super frustrating and, and it shouldn't be this way and we're just gonna have to accept it I, I it's just it was it was sat right there in front of them oh my goodness alabama i mean we're gonna alabama's gonna host is alabama is gonna host a college football playoff game no nope, yes never mind like it's just <laughs> it was all right there and it i don't know i don't know how like what power do the bulls even have to be at the table i don't know shots i don't know it's a, because you you can't say money like you can't oh well it's the rose bowl like no nobody cares about the rose bowl nobody play that thing alabama versus ohio state in alabama watch the sellout of eighty thousand people the same thing you would yep. get at the rose bowl watch the ticket prices be out people from Alabama would sell their house to go to that football game. People from Ohio State would make that trip down to go watch that game if they could actually get tickets to here. The theater would be absolutely amazing. Not going to the Peach Bowl in a half-empty stadium where the team's going like, hey, I'm going to save my money and hope we get to the national championship game. I'm not going on the road to watch that. And the pageantry and the atmosphere, ridiculous. I'm just getting angry again. I'm getting angry again. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like 16-team playoff. That way, even the one seeds get to host first round matchups. We eliminate mm-hmm. this awful month off. And then it just, but be, oh, 16 team playoff. Alabama would be in it every year. And man. Yeah. I've literally never heard anybody say, I can't stand the tournament, the NCAA tournament. Correct. And, you know, men's basketball, Duke's in it every year. I've literally <laughs> never heard that. I've never heard someone say, I can't stand this man. Kansas is in it every season. It's never happened before. No. Like, why are you? Yeah, of course, yes, Alabama's going to be in every year. And? And what? Yeah. They're in it every year now. How does exactly. it matter? You get better you, if you just put a football game Sucks. on TV where you have actual results that will matter. The players, the fans in the stadium, the fans watching TV, and the players care that much more. If you put these games on and you have great college football players, they go, I'm not playing in this meaningless game. I'm going to the pros here. Look at the attrition. And now also, you know what one of my favorite things is too now, Kevin, which really tears down bowl season, the transfer portal. The minute you end your regular season, do you think kids that are in the train, like, hey, I'm probably going to transfer, but let me stick around for three more weeks of practice and a meaningless bowl game where I hate my head coach. They're all gone. 20, 30, 40 of them bouncing. See you later, coach. Good luck with your sixth string quarterback that you are going to play in this football game. Sure. And good luck next year. It's horrible. The more teams in that actual playoff will make for better football. But I just say it again. And the power of the bowls, which I don't understand the allure anymore. If you still want to have the Orange Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, the Peach Bowl, the Rose Bowl, do it on your own time here. Put everything on campuses, and we will relish the moment. Now, I used to joke half-heartedly saying, if you do this, like you might turn into like an NFL-style product where it can't miss. But how about this, Kevin? There are instances here where those triple headers and stuff like that, they're going to go head-to-head with the NFL they, wild card. How about they that? They can't, though, right? I feel yes. like they can't. They are. Like, they're, they're going to stagger the start times. There's no way college football is actually about to impede on the but NFL. But how much can you stagger a start time if you have, like, a triple header going after a NFL triple header on a Saturday? I hear you. I Listen, I, I, it's one of those things where I know or that I'm probably, I'm probably not being logical by saying they can't. But I until it, I cannot <laughs> fathom the NFL, actually. Because I feel like, like we talk mutual respect. Like, the NHL and the NBA have it when it comes to the finals uh, and the Stanley Cup finals. You don't ever see them booked on the same day. Ever. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. it doesn't make sense. Why, are you, why would you hurt one another? Right? 
the, the NFL and the college, and college football get it. Yes. There's no we reason to hurt one another. How about this, Kevin, too? Last point on this. Thursday, January 8th, and January 9th are the semifinals. You can have a whole week off, Kevin, and play that championship on a Saturday with banger ratings, and yet you still jam that thing on a Monday night at 9 o'clock. Idiots actually running college football for the most part here. One more segment to go. We'll be right back on Monday. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Let's get out of here with one final hot topic, Kevin. You ready for this one here? Perfect for this short little segment here. Sources, as it starts with. Tell me how much you care about this or how much does this raise your, you know, blood pressure. And that's Ben Simmons' eyes, Team Australia return at World Cup. <laughs> okay. Let me, no, 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 here's the thing. Come on. Right? Yeah. I know that I shouldn't. Mm. I know that I shouldn't. But that is maybe the only Ben Simmons news that could have possibly come out oh. that would make me go, wait a minute now, is there uh, something here? I've all I was always bothered when he's like, no, 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 I'm just gonna work in my own personal game on my own. I'm like, dude, you don't need to play in a gym anymore. <laughs> we know you're good in a gym. You need to play real basketball. Go play with Team Australia. They're good. You could do mm-hmm. something. You could do some winning. So, uh, listen now. I know how that goes. He's going to end up not playing for Team Australia. Something will go wrong. But he takes the court in, in the green and yellow. Gen- I know that I, you probably think I'm nuts. Genuinely a positive sign for me. That's the best Ben Simmons news that's happened uh, maybe ever, honestly. I don't remember the last Ben Simmons news that was as good as that. It says he hasn't played for the Boomers just yet. And the Boomers mm. won a bronze medal back in the Tokyo Olympics in 2013. But I guess if you could sort of play high visibility basketball without much pressure to get after it. Maybe it's a good thing, but I think you're right about this. Here's how it ends, right? Ben Simmons goes to play for them, back flares up during training camp before they get to the World Cup. He never plays. He's on the sideline. He's got a hoodie on. He's cheering and saying, I wish I was out here with my guys. And we all laugh. If if his, no, no, no. See, and and I know you will, and that's the Philly thing. And I honestly hardly knock you for it. His back flares up while he's team Australia. That his back is cooked and he can't play in the NBA anymore. It's not a joke anymore, Donnie. It's not a you know what I mean? And I don't think it's a joke now. But well, the guy Jack that means the guy Rondale guys, calls him out. But you understand what I'm saying? Like, pff, I mean, Della Vadova yes, calls him out. Yeah, but like, your back is fine. But I'm serious though. His, he gets injured playing for the team Australia. It's like, all right, the guy's just never gonna be healthy. Uh, he somehow wiggled his way back into the news, and that's what it is. For Christian, find the wheels of steel, Donnie Wrightside, and Kevin Walsh. Thanks for tuning in the money line. We'll catch you Monday. See ya. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.